Hey, this is It's All Downhill, and I'm Christy Brandon. Today, I'm talking to Dominique Espitotis. He plays music under the band named Ugly Side Up, and I think he might be the first non-comedian on the podcast so far. So you can check out his songs on Spotify and wherever else you listen to music, or check him out on Instagram at Ugly Side Up. I'm going to put all this in the show notes for you. For now, just enjoy the interview. But the more I think about it, too, like, you know, there are so many bands that get to still do what they do because of one song. And I'm mm-hmm. like, you know what? I'll... T- I'll t- uh, if there's one song, I'll take it. You I'll take that. Mean? Yeah. Yeah. That's, uh, I feel like a lot of people really undervalue that when there's like, there's a band and they have one song that everybody likes. And then after that, they do things that are like fine. Yeah. And, exactly right. yeah. but it's like, this is a like 55 year old man that's never had to do actual work because of one dumb song that you see in like car commercials now and you're an accountant so the one guy i always think of is never gonna give you up by rick astley like literally (laughs) he does nothing else good or like uh i ran so far away by flock of seagulls like they don't have anything I, 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 <laughs> I can't place like any other song that people like that have done. Achy Breaky Heart. But I guess Old he had Town a daughter, Road. so that's like a sequel. Oh, uh, yeah. And also Old Town Road. I guess that counts now <laughs> because he has a big part of that. I'm like, all right, you got two, Billy. You got two. And a daughter who's also. You got two big. and a daughter who's also a hit. Yeah. Um, fantastic. How's your quarantine going? I've talk to you like here and there which is more than I've talked to a lot of people I'm a yeah. bad friend I'm like a if you're not right in front of my actual face like I will not check up on you for the most part and uh, yeah. so I just my whole world has narrowed <laughs> no, I'm totally I'm honestly the same like uh, friends will call me but I don't really call friends yeah, yeah yeah and I love whenever they call I love it like I'm not like oh god he's calling but I'm just like I don't know I never like sit down I'm just like man I'm just gonna call this friend and also like I live with like three of my friends which is pretty cool I don't have to worry about calling them I just knock on their door and annoy them yeah that makes it so much easier if you get to have somebody there to just be like hi hey hey how's it going hey you want to do stuff let's do stuff let's do something (laughs) hey Hey, uh you guys want to like learn how to make sourdough or something yeah, you want to guys, you want to just have, have like a taste test of the different cereals and stuff and put on Instagram. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, that's fine. Yeah, but um, quarantine, I, it, it's starting to get to me, honestly. Like, um, at first, it was weird. The thing that got to me the most was I couldn't play gigs. Like, that was mm-hmm. like the saddest thing. I did live streams and stuff, but let's be honest, like, they get old real quick. Yeah. Because um, he's like, who's going to sit around for 30 minutes and just watch a live stream on your phone? Like, I don't really enjoy it. So I don't, I have a feeling like other people won't want to do it too. I think it's different with music. Like, I've seen a lot of comedian. Oh my God. This just reminded me, like, I just, I think everybody's over this phase, but like when quarantine first started, like in like March and April, uh-huh. people were losing it. And like musicians would do live streams and that makes sense. Like musicians, DJs, yeah. if you don't want to see their face, you can just set it off to the side and be like, yeah, I'm listening to music. For comedians, yeah. it was like people just, people just like stream of consciousness talking too close to their cameras or like 
live streaming them getting into a bath and talking about their day or like I heard someone was doing that I I didn't follow her so I wasn't really like paying attention I don't know I can only imagine that it was the type of thing where she was getting into a fully filled bubble bath just with all of her clothes on because that's how insane people were going at the time with live streams and then it all just kind of stopped everyone was like oh that's right maybe I maybe eventually things will come back and I can wait until then to like talking to a mic in front of people I don't need to actually show people that I'm just fully unhinged right now and have it unvelop in in real time (laughs) It's funny because I, so I haven't done any like Zoom open mics. I know Maui Sugarmill has done a couple, but I haven't enjoyed <laughs> any of those. That's crazy. <laughs> but I'll see, I'll see uh, JJ, JJ Tyson, who's a great mm-hmm. comedian. I'll see mm-hmm. him downstairs doing Zoom open mics and they just seem so like sad because like usually I'll like when I'm on a Zoom call with a lot of people, I'll, I'll mute myself until I have something to say. So like you could be laughing and stuff. And you don't, you can't hear them. And also Zoom, I don't think is like the best at like, when some people laugh, it'll cancel other people out. So it just sound like one guy's laughing and you're like, I wish other people were laughing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or they'll laugh so hard that then you can't hear the next joke. Exactly. That. And also like, cause I feel like some, a lot of, some comedians do crowd work where they have to interact with the crowd. And if the, like, if there's a lot of lag and stuff between like what one person answers canceled out another person you just can't get as much off of that so i feel like it's a lot of just joking about the the platform which people have to do the open mics is like half the Mm -hmm. open mic like man this zoom is uh really fun guys don't we love it oh my god i i haven't done many zoom mics either because i just can't i don't know it for those reasons like it just doesn't feel the same i kind of would rather uh, like take a depression nap and wait for it all to be over (laughs) Yeah, there's there's better like I think it's like it's kind of like in the same vein as music, right? I could sit and do a live stream for an hour. Mm-hmm. I could just sit and you know write a new song, record a new song, learn a new song. Like there's there's always stuff you can work on with art. It doesn't have to be performance. Although that's my favorite part. Right now, it has to take a back seat. Maybe I can focus on other things besides performing. You know? Yeah, that's how I'm feeling too, for sure. Because <laughs> <laughs> I just I don't know. Uh, it's not the same that's that's exactly right like it's not the same and there's and there's no there's no way there's no way to do it similar without it feeling inauthentic you know Mm -hmm. what I mean like the what what I I I don't know about you but when I we did the beach open mic I was nervous as hell because I haven't done that for months right I know me too I like I don't know I don't know how it came off in terms of performance but I felt like in I felt like performing it I probably looked about the same but I was like shaking like I literally felt like an adrenaline rush for the rest of the night it felt like I was starting comedy all over again it was embarrassing (laughs) exactly like and it's strange right that like well first of all you did great and we couldn't tell especially when everyone started everyone kind of had a shakiness to it like I know I did I know every other people did but like after like 30 seconds you just got back in the groove it's like muscle memory almost but Mm -hmm. uh it was strange just imagine like when you go into a bar again and do it and you get two drink minimum and all that stuff again imagine that like I'm That's just going to be freaking out that no one has masks on the whole time. 
what are you guys doing? They're still, they're still out there, guys. <laughs> what are you guys doing? Wear a Even mask. if we solve Corona at this point, now I'm just going to be like, what are you, what are you, you think there's not something else coming? Put your mask on. <laughs> Why are you in a grocery store? It's like, you know, what I, what I love is like when, what I actually, well, I don't like is when like a whole family's at the grocery store. I'm like, just send one person. Like, what are you, why does a kid yeah. have to be annoying anyways? Like they're not going to be doing anything. No. Yeah. Just leave them at home. It's fine. I'm at home. They're going to be fine. They're going to be there when you, when you come back, hopefully, you know, nice. I, I know nothing about kids. So I assume, but like. I don't know either. I'm assuming too. I kind of think they're like pets, you know, dog. Yeah, you I, I don't think they are, but like, I do think I would assume they would be like, you know what I mean? Like, well, I'm talking about little kids. Obviously when they get older, they're not going to be like pets, but, um, I don't know. Have you talked to a 16 year old recently? They're, they're kind of a- like yappy dogs. Like, you know, I don't have like any, I don't have siblings. I don't really have any cousins. So like, I don't, I didn't, I wasn't raised with around like kids and stuff. So I really don't know. I'm super weird around kids too. Cause I was the youngest. <laughs> oh, gotcha. So I like my whole life, like I was the kid and you'd <laughs> think that would make me good at communicating with kids, but instead it translates to me. Like when, when I had the first time a friend of mine actually had a baby, I just oh. tried to like the baby crawled past me and I almost petted it like a cat. I would, I probably, like, you know, like when a pet walks by you, you just reach out and you start at their face and you go whoop while they walk past. I feel like I would have went for like a grab them like on, on, like on their back and under and then <laughs> the under wouldn't have worked. So I just would have just done the top, just a nice light rub along. <laughs> and they'd be like, did you just pet my baby? As a by? It's like, uh, I, I don't know. What I was trying to do isn't better, so yes, that's why. <laughs> so yes, that's that's it. That's what I did. Yeah. Oh, how we? Oh, oh, we started talking about babies because we were talking about kids and groceries. So I was like, how are we talking about babies? <laughs> how are we? Says, congratulations. This is the first time in my podcast that I ended up talking about babies. Awesome. What is it? Episode eleven, right? The episode. Yours will be like. 13 or 14 i think all right cool yeah. <laughs> um all right well so let's see your thing that you wanted to talk about this is kind of new for me it's very similar music and yeah. comedy and when i was a kid actually like i wanted to do music I remember. and I then i good. was like actually i am not I don't have any more emotions, so never mind. Um, comedy is easier because I don't have to take myself seriously. Uh- <laughs> I, I hard disagree. I think comedy is way harder. <laughs> <laughs> um, but so you're a musician. Why? Um, okay. Well, okay. So when I was a kid, like I always, always liked music, right? Which is what a lot of people say and and enjoy and then the, the one first thing i listened to music was john denver i love john denver like, <laughs> which is wild when you know me now but um i loved that and then as a kid i started doing musical theater because my mom just like signed me up for a ton of random things to do as a kid and just mm-hmm. saw what stuck so i stuck with basketball and musical theater so i did a ton of that so like, high school musical 
based before High School Musical. So like, you were the main cool. character in High School Musical. One hundred percent. Of course, it was Troy Bolton. Are you kidding me? Did um, they like give you residuals for taking your life story, or they just ripped that off from you totally without giving you anything? Totally ripped it off. I watched. I was watching it. And I was like, "This. Wait a second. Wait. I. I. I." That was, wait, hold on. I wanted to do that. And then I did, wait, hold on. Okay, this is <laughs> Disney Channel. What's going on? Um, but uh, actually, kind of. Because, <laughs> no, because, like, so I loved, I loved both those things, right? So I did basketball and musical theater all my childhood. And then when I started, I did an audition for musical theater for, like, a show. I was, I think I was six or seven and I lied about playing guitar. They're like, do you play an instrument? And I said, yeah, I play guitar. And they're like, oh, awesome. And I told my mom and she made me go back and I told my mom and she was like, you, you don't play guitar. You straight up, you lied to them. Go, back, <laughs> like, go like march back in there and apologize and tell them you can't play guitar. So I had to go back in there crying. And I was like, I don't play guitar. I can play the triangle though. I did say that like a little... <laughs> A little bastard but um after i got back in the car my mom's like do you want to learn guitar you just lied about it to like 50 people um uh, so i started learning guitar and i hated it <laughs> i didn't like, I didn't like <laughs> that i didn't expect you to hate it i was like wow your mom's so perceptive and like supportive and you're like i hated it i absolutely hated it i never wanted to practice when i got home going to i liked the lessons enough because i liked my teacher he was really cool but after like a year, he stopped teaching guitar lessons. Mm. So then I gave up. I was like, I don't want to do this anymore. And then I picked it up again at some point. Then I quit. And then <laughs> I, when I was like, I think 11 or 12, this, this people just were, kept telling me like, yo, you should listen to this band called Green Day, dude. You'll like them. And like at this point, the band, I, I, I loved Billy Joel. I listened to like basically just classic. <laughs> it's like Queen and Billy Joel. And then, like, some, like, emo kid in my class is like, yo, check out Green Day, dude. Listen to American Idiot. Like, that's real music. I was like, okay, whatever. And I listened to it, and I hated it again. <laughs> like, <laughs> so everything I love now, I, everything I've ever loved now, I hated at some point, I guess. Wow. Why, what, uh, I guess you got to finish your story, because I just need to know, like, how you came to build your life around things you hated. I get, well, so, like, I listened to American Idiot, the album, and I was like, this is not good. Why would anyone like this? And the reason why I didn't like it is because there was so much profanity. <laughs> like, <laughs> the, yeah, I know, right? I was oh, my glaring. God. Like, I was in the car with my dad, and we listened to American Idiot, and I was like, Dad, I didn't, I didn't know, Dad. I'm so sorry. Like, this is so not <laughs> But then, like, eventually, I don't know why, I just kept listening to it. Something about it was like, oh, I'll just keep listening to it. And then I just listened to, like, the same four songs like over and over and then eventually i listened to a front to back and i loved it and then i just kind of like dived into the whole catalog from there bought all the cds picked up convinced my parents to buy an electric guitar because i only had an acoustic guitar Ooh. taught myself how to play it <laughs> because i definitely didn't remember anything from like my classes and stuff <laughs> earlier and then like I don't know before I could really play and like write songs I would just write I would write songs without adding music to it almost like I guess poetry hmm. and like it was a way for me to like put what I was thinking down on paper which was 
because I don't think I'm very good with my words when I like speak in conversations sometimes. So sometimes I feel like when I write a song, it comes out through that, especially now I'm a lot better at it. Mm. But uh, I guess I just, that's why I love doing what I do is because eventually when I learn how to play guitar good, <laughs> well, <laughs> and then started writing better stuff, better stuff than just like 12 year old nonsense. I don't know. I started seeing like, wow, like I, actually like understand why I'm writing this I understand why I want to sit down and like not do schoolwork and just play guitar all the time and just like write songs mm-hmm. um and I was like because before then I wanted to be a basketball player I was gonna be in the NBA and then after that whole like snowball effect of like Green Day and learning how to play guitar again I was like, no, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be a musician. Like that was it. I don't know. That's just what happened. Wow, you uh, just got really into it for some reason. Yeah, and then the more I did it, like I got better at it. You know, as time went on, thankfully, because man, the first <laughs> stuff was bad, <laughs> like really bad. But um, I don't know. I always like, and then I like a friend of mine, uh, new drums. So then I would hang out with him, and we would just record really bad demos together and stuff and I'll never release those because they're really bad <laughs> fantastic was, which means yeah. you are going to release them but like when you're 55 after you've had your one hit and to make more yeah. money down the line down I the can't line. wait I'm looking yeah. forward to it <laughs> and um like so that was my first so before then I was just in my room shut up for like a year or two just like writing songs and playing guitar by myself just imagining songs in my head right Mm-hmm. and then I went I would play drums with my friend or he would play drums we play music together and I was like you know what? I actually kind of like this band stuff this band stuff's pretty cool mm-hmm. and then I got like recording equipment and I started recording those demos and those are bad too so <laughs> down the line definitely but um I just didn't know what I was doing I was just messing around but you gotta start somewhere like there's a reason why I can make good stuff now at home and why I couldn't when I first started you know? <laughs> um, better eventually yeah but um I don't know and I don't know why I just would always I used to write like five six songs a day for years like just on like napkins just on pieces of paper uh and now I do like a couple a week but I still like I have like thousands of songs which is a lot it is a lot a little lot to go through definitely i'd say like maybe 20 are good but i still have thousands (laughs) of them you know what i'm saying (laughs) that is yeah that's that seems like a correct ratio to be honest for stuff like that do you ever feel like um like you're you've been talking about how you got better do you ever feel like at some point you're gonna reach a plateau and then be like oh I'll never get any better than this and that level is like just not good enough because that's that's my worst fear that is my nightmare (laughs) I've definitely I've definitely had those thoughts before like especially like when I write a really good song like man I'm never gonna write a song this good again but eventually (laughs) you surprise yourself you know like I, I, too many times that's already happened to me where I've realized maybe I'll write something better. You know, like this is great. Like this song is amazing, but maybe, maybe in a year, maybe tomorrow I'll write a really good song, you know, because it comes out of nowhere. And like, I listen, I listen to a lot of interviews and stuff with other like musicians I admire. And most of them kind of say like, you know, the songs that mean the most of them are the ones that just come out of nowhere and you write in 10 minutes. 
like most of the ones that people love that always are like, yo, you should play this. Oh, you should mm-hmm. do that. I wrote in like 10 or 15 minutes, like, because that's, it came from somewhere else. Not for me. I couldn't do that. <laughs> but, um, so I, uh, what got, what would get to me, I would, I would be afraid of like touring and playing the same songs over and over again. Like I was afraid I'd get bored of that when I was like thinking how it would be. But then when I started playing actual shows, like in Austin, when I got my band fully together and here, every time you play the song, it's almost like you're playing it for the first time because you're playing it to different people every time. So like, uh, I don't know. I'll ne- I, don't, uh, I don't think I'll ever get tired of it. That's good. Uh, if that's what you plan to do. So, so how did you go from Austin to LA? Did you, you grow up in Texas, but like, then you moved to Austin and then you moved to LA or did you yeah, grow up so, in Austin? Uh, no. Okay. So I grew up in, a, in an island town off the coast of uh, Texas. It's a barrier island called Galveston. Wow. Yeah. I'm a, there's, I got, there's like ocean parts of Texas that I didn't know that Texas had. <laughs> Yeah, there's a whole Gulf Coast. It's the Gulf Coast. Yeah. <laughs> I know, but I thought that was like exclusively like the other side of Florida and like oh maybe gosh. Alabama or something. <laughs> I'm not I good think, at geography. <laughs> I think like a third of the Gulf Coast is Texas coastline. Like I'm not lying. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, that sounds about right. But uh, yeah, so I grew up... Uh, there so it was like, it was like a small town like 50,000 people everyone kind of knew everybody like there's one high school one public high school I went to uh grew up there for 18 years and so obviously I wanted to go I but I didn't want to go too far so then I went to school at UT Austin so Austin's like a three and a half hour drive away so I would go back home every now and then That's nice. but uh when in high school I made like a plan with some friends because I was like I want to do music and the place to be to do music is California originally I wanted to move to the Bay Area because like that's where Green Day is from I love the East Bay punk scene like love all that music and bands that come out of there so like me and a couple of friends that wanted to be actors were like oh let's we'll move to California after after college and we thought this in high school we're just like yeah whatever and then while I was in college, I just, it never left my head. So I was always thought whenever I graduate, I would just move to California. And eventually I decided LA because the cost of living is almost half that of, bay, of the Bay. And the Bay is like, I know. And That's and insane. Oh my yeah. God. LA is so expensive though already. Exactly. Oh, wow. Yeah. So That I like, like hurt me somewhere yeah. inside. Yeah, there's like a part of your heart you never knew was there, but now there's a, a knife in it. And you're like, oh my God. Yeah. yeah. But uh, so that's why I chose LA. So me and a friend, uh, only two of us stay true to our word. <laughs> <laughs> and we uh, we just like, I I know we, like you moved down out here too. And most people that moved to LA, uh, obviously like, I think the way to, you just do it. Like, I didn't think about it too much. Yeah. Because if you think about it too much, you're never going to leave. Uh, I just kind of made a decision that I was going to do it when I graduated. I chose a date, and we just left. Like, that was it. Hell yeah. That's great. Why did you um, – not why did you go to college, but what did you go to college for? And, like, you know what I mean? Does that make it's- sense? Like, I don't want to be like, why did you go to college if you're – whole plan was to move out here but 
like why yeah <laughs> yeah how how did that fit into there and and do you do you feel good about that I mean probably because you had a band and like things to do there yeah so it happened so I I didn't want to go to college and it was just like so I was I was like a straight A student AB student I was I was good in school I liked school you know enough um, but I you know I had the same idea I was like okay I'm gonna play music like I don't know why I'm gonna have to go to school but my parents were like you should go you should go to college but go somewhere not in Galveston or like Houston go somewhere where there is a scene so I was like, all right, if I'm going to go anywhere, it's going to be Austin because they're, they're, li- they're the live music capital of the world. Oh, yeah. It's like their thing. Um, so I got accepted to UT Austin, which was great. I really wanted to go to Texas State, which was a couple, like 30 miles south. But I was like, you know what? Like UT Austin's more renowned. Like I see people in LA wearing UT stuff. Nice. Uh, and also better school. And like it's right in Austin, like in the heart of like the – uh of the live music so it worked out like my freshman year I didn't do shit because <laughs> I was just too I you know it was first time like living away from home I was just trying I was, didn't even do that well in school I was just in my dorm all the time just you know still playing guitar and writing but I wasn't like trying to get a band together or anything it's really after I like my sophomore and junior year when I moved out and I, uh, I bought a MacBook Pro because my, my Toshiba was starting to die on me. And it's the same MacBook Pro I'm using right now, actually. But um, yeah, it, it worked out well. And they have GarageBand. And everything I do now is on GarageBand. And it sounds great. So that's another reason why I put the band together is because I could start recording quality stuff. Mm-hmm. So I was like, now I want to go play these songs to people. Wow. Yeah. And then you did that. And then... As soon as you graduated college, you moved out here. Yeah, I basically, I, I told, I, I moved out here in August and I told my band like April. I was like, yeah, I'm going to move to LA in four months. Um, <laughs> y'all should come. Like, I really want y'all to come too because y'all are awesome. Uh, but if you don't, I understand. <laughs> and they're like, oh, <laughs> okay. I mean, we're not going to move, but thanks for, <laughs> you know, it was fun. Oh, that's great. But, okay. Wow. <laughs> I still talk to them uh and they're really cool dudes and stuff and they're also they also weren't like I was 22 I just graduated they were like my drummer was I think at the time 17 or 18 oh he was like it's illegal for me to move to LA right now (laughs) I literally live with my parents I can't cross state lines bro what are you doing he's like I haven't graduated high school what are you (laughs) yeah basically so I was like you know I understood and um most of the stuff that we played anyways, all of the things that I've put out recently was all the songs I've written myself. I really haven't written with like a band yet. Cause I've been like made of like a, a steady lineup, but now I know I'm here in LA played at the whiskey, which was really fun. I played at Maui, which are la- or the week <laughs> before all this stuff hit the fan. Yeah. Damn. That, like I really enjoy this lineup and hopefully we can, stay together after all this and play more shows and stuff but uh, yeah that's good how have you been uh have you been finding LA since you moved when did you move exactly like how long have you been here it's funny it's almost it's gonna be my two-year anniversary in like four days wow exciting yeah uh which is funny the day I am the day my two-year anniversary is the day I'm actually I'm going back home 
<laughs> I'm, I'm <laughs> back to Texas for a week because I haven't been there since Christmas. I haven't seen family oh, or, that's, or anything. Yeah. So been a little too long for me. And like I was saying earlier, like the quarantine's kind of now starting to get to me just because I, all I've been, sometimes there's so, so much I can't do. So everything that I can do, I've been doing inexhaustibly. Like I've just been focusing on music almost too much, focusing on my day job too much, which I shouldn't, like, I don't really care that much about it. I just pays my bills, you know? Yeah. So I just needed like a vacation. I just need to get away. But, um, but so two year anniversary in LA, I actually really like LA. Yeah. I do. Um, it took some getting used to for sure, but uh, I don't know. I I like there's. A, I'm gonna talk pre COVID, obviously. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh yeah, I mean, I, I feel like this whole half of the year just doesn't even count as anything happening. Like, I I'm gonna eventually. I'm just gonna like beg God, like give me six months back, or like however long this is gonna last. Like give me all this time back. Like I, I deserve, I need it, I deserve it. I feel like I'm entitled to a refund. Thank you. <laughs> it's, um, excuse me, sir. I didn't say that this wouldn't happen on the uh, on the menu. So like I really, I don't prefer this. This is not. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, no, I, so I love LA because always something going on, good or bad. But there's like, oh, I can always find things to do. People always want to come visit you, which is always kind of cool. You have mm-hmm. the beach, the mountains, the desert, all like really close. Weather is great. Uh, people are great too, honestly. Yeah. Like people, I remember like so many people were like, they're going to eat you alive out there. Like LA's a meat grinder. I'm like, I feel like you heard those too, right? I heard, I heard so much of that and it's, I've had a great time. Uh, I've only met nice people. I'm sure some of them were psychopaths, but like, you know, they didn't hurt me personally. So no matter where you go, there's going to be people that are just like rude and mean and don't care yeah but you know it's the same here like I'll meet people like that too but it's basically the same as anywhere else I've been you know I honestly think it's a I I don't know I mean I haven't had a lot of experience but in in theory it's better out here than it is somewhere else because like you have the same kinds of personalities you have really fun people and really terrible people but in like Indiana in the middle of nowhere a really terrible like narcissistic psychopath is gonna just bother you and make your work life hell like that's what they're gonna do here you know at least they'll put themselves on a billboard or be entertaining or like (laughs) you know what I mean like it's a different level (laughs) I almost feel like there's also so many people like that they're almost faceless and nameless by now you're like they are there like these like it's like, oh, this person on the billboard, I know because I saw the same guy down the road five miles. Like, it's <laughs> even though it's not the same guy, it's like, I know, I get it. I get it. He, there's, it's called typecasting. I get it. There's 500 of them in LA. If they, nothing has made me felt feel more replaceable than moving to <laughs> LA because so does everyone else. And they really, like, people here really, like, solidify, like, what type am I, though? Like, if you were going to cast me in a commercial so that I can pay rent next month, what type am I? And so it's just, like, you know, there's a million of me, and there's a million of you, 
there's a million of other people and the only people that don't accept that and get mad when I tell them that are the white comedian dudes. <laughs> well, good thing I'm just a white musician, dude. <laughs> well, there because you go. Like, I to- and I I totally get that. Like as as a thing a most of it is, you know, it's it's people you know, connections and like luck, like honestly. Like I can't tell you how many people like make music now that aren't good at it or people like, tell you, maybe, like comedians I see that aren't good at it but they like they made their living they got lucky and I can't be mad at them I'm like you know what they did what they sought out to do let me do it too you know basically it's like it's like why be bitter it's like I don't <laughs> it's like I, I think it's I used to be like jealous and bitter you know it's like man I, I wish I could be like that but now I just kind of like I'm just glad that I get to do it, you know? <laughs> now it sucks because I can't. I can't go and play music. That's my favorite thing about music. It wasn't always, like, at first when I started about me being in a room writing for myself, but now I write because I want other people to, like, you know, enjoy it. And, like, I want to see them, like, be a part of it. I want it to be bigger than just me in my room. But yeah. uh, I don't get to enjoy that now. So that's the biggest bummer, honestly. I feel like... Um yeah like with that like stand-up was also like primarily live and that's what I liked about it and so now it's just like so sad it's also so social like I I love like as much as like going to like open mics and stuff like twice a week like I'd stay out to like two have to wake up at six for my job or whatever like at least I was out doing stuff being social meeting people like I miss that I love meeting Mm -hmm. people whether it's good or bad like it's always an experience and I don't know it's some it's definitely something missing now. It used to be so much less dangerous to meet a new person. <laughs> that too. <laughs> like in real life. Like it was just, yeah. you know, maybe they would stalk and murder you, but you and know like, they could give you a, a virus that you wouldn't know you had for like two weeks and you could give it to other people. <laughs> mm-hmm. like, and then you could all die. All of you. All of you. All, all of you. you. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> yeah. Terrifying. Horrifying. Um I don't know what else like what are you how do you feel about where you're at now like I I know you just kind of recently released a song do you have more on the way are you like Um, do you feel like you're getting like a lot of actual like production work done yeah uh so yeah I released the new song was that end of July it was like like two weeks ago I think Mm -hmm. uh yeah two or three weeks ago and it went really well I mean like people listen to it i had fun making a music video i was hung over but it's still fun <laughs> um but uh you know i really like as is where i am right now i'm content i'm happy like i still like can do what i love you know what i mean like i i i always set a time set aside time to do it uh like sure i wish more people listened to it but like i'm sure that's what anyone would say you know what I mean? Like, yeah, but, um, I'm just glad that, you know, the people that do listen to it, listen to it and they enjoyed it. And that's all I like ask of them. Like I, so I do have new music coming. Uh, I don't want to say too much cause I, I like keep people on their toes. You know? <laughs> um, I'm trying like also new, just like marketing and like branding things right now. Cause I might as well, like, this is what I have time to do. Mm-hmm. Um, so, what are you uh, doing? I hate doing that stuff, but I want to know what you're doing. I hate it so much too. I I complain all the time. I can't wait till I can hire somebody to do this for me. Uh, 
basically like you like posting stuff all the time which i fell off this past week but um like being i'm just really bad at like keeping up even if it's just meaningless stuff like just posting stuff for the band like doing little teasers and it sucks too because everyone else that's in the band is scattered too so we can't do stuff together oh, yeah. uh, like i know one of my drummer he's a night nurse so he's and he's been working a lot more now because of you know everything going on one my guitarist he's in washington he's back home and then my bassist he's in like woodland hills so it's like we're still trying to like i haven't seen him since it started because i don't want any you know quarantine yeah yeah because because we're not allowed yeah uh but branding like you gotta like make like little videos make music videos lyric videos like new artwork uh like messaging people which i'm pretty sure i messaged you too like directly Uh, (laughs) Which there, I've like what like read a couple of things like about making it personal. Like when you personally like message somebody, they have a higher chance of listening to it because they feel obligated. And I hate that. I don't want to. I know. I hate that. It's the worst. (laughs) But I mean, I'm just trying out things, and that it was it worked, but I did feel really bad. So I don't know if I'll do it again. Oh, that's funny. I it's tough because whenever I like try to do stuff like that, Uh I always feel like like when. I don't know. I guess you got to like read the relationship that you have with the person you're messaging because like I liked knowing that I could like when I could listen to your thing and like or like when Mary sends me messages and she's like come to my mic or here's when this thing's happening like I like knowing that stuff and then I'll Mm go but I guess if it's a random person then I would be like are you kidding me? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's like I met you once. I'm not gonna listen. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, no. Um, but I feel like it just depends. Like I think it's weird when people do like a mass text and they like make it personal where it is someone where it's like I've met you twice and you're like, Hey friend, buddy pal, listen to my thing since we're so close. And I'm like, You don't know me like that. Yeah. You can't ask me. But when it's my friend, I don't feel obligated to do it, even though I do feel very, very guilty when I'm asking my actual friends to do things. That's exactly how I felt, too. I just I just messaged just, like, people that I've been talking to recently. I was like, I think, I, I know, like, they will listen. I, even if I didn't send a message, I knew, like, I trusted them that they would probably listen to it at some point. But I was like, let me just try this out. Let me see what it's like. Mm-hmm. Um, and it worked. it worked out. It worked out, but like I said, I don't know if I'll do that exactly. Like, <laughs> you'll find out. I'm sure you'll find out. I'm sure I'll find out. I don't know. I I like knowing when my friends do things. Also, I guess it's a good way to find out if like what somebody else thinks of you. It's exactly. I mean, I did like. Actually, it's funny how some people I was like for sure I thought would listen to it didn't, and then people I was like in a million years wouldn't have thought they would listen to it. Listen to it. I was like, that's cool. But like, I really, I honestly, like, I don't want to sound like I care that much because honestly, I'm just, I just made a song. If you want to listen to it, please do. If you don't, sure. Like, I'm not, (laughs) I don't don't take it personally. Let me just say that for the record. Like, it's totally fine. Like, some people just don't like the kind of music I do. That's totally fine. I don't have hard feelings. That's a good attitude, though. So you're, that's what you're working on right now is kind of, um, I feel like, before the quarantine was it because you got a band together but i feel like you were doing more stuff does that yeah, make exactly. sense because yeah, we so uh, we had our whiskey shows march 1st um and then i got i put the band together in like november 
in December, kind of. And we just been we were rehearsing for those couple of months. And our first official gig was at the Whiskey A Go Go, which was I thought was really cool. Um, yeah, that's awesome to say that. So like because of that gig, I met a lot of people there. I got contacts. We already had more gigs lined up for like April, even May, and like it was kind of like starting to kind of get bigger, like starting to meet like people that you know uh, are you know have made names for themselves already. And I was really excited. And when this hit, like that. <sighs> It's it almost feels like it's I'm gonna have to start over, which I know it's not. It's not gonna be that way, but it's almost like the world kind of has to start over too. Because whenever we start having live shows again, like I don't think as many people that went before are gonna go again. Like, mm. you know what I mean? Like everything's gonna be completely different. I think. So like I'm just curious, like what's if the future of music isn't gonna be live music? Is it just gonna be you know? I mean, people release new music now during this quarantine stuff and, and they're doing great. But I feel like it's mostly people that have already had a name for themselves. So like how are people that don't only have a name for themselves supposed to get fans if they can't go play live? Because I feel like that's, especially for like rock, like that's the way to get more fans is like being out and about. Like there's not really like a SoundCloud rap scene or something like yeah, like, rock. like there's just not just just write a viral tweet and then underneath that link your soundcloud exactly it's like god i don't even yeah i wouldn't even know where to begin like or like make a really a, a really good music video and then they get that trending or whatever and viral I'm like how do you even begin doing something like that so honestly i tr as much as i could sit and like not like be able to sleep for hours and hours just like <laughs> You know, like worrying about this, I, I've kind of taken a new attitude. Like I get to play music. I still can write, record music. I can still get put out to the world. They can either take, take it or leave it. And like, that's all I can ask for right now. Like there's, there's no, only harm comes when you think too much ahead and you want too much out of something that might never come, you know, it's just saying it a day at a time. Like tomorrow, I know I'm gonna sit and I'm gonna work on a song I just recorded. You know, like oh, that's and nice. if something, you know, the day after, like I put it out, I don't know, but we'll see. You know? man, that sounds. I don't know if I could actually let go of enough thoughts to like get to that point. To be honest, it's hard. It's not, and that I. That sounds so wonderful, just to be able to be like, whatever. Like I'm taking today. I'm dealing with stuff today. Tomorrow's for tomorrow's problem. <laughs> I used to be such the opposite too. I really, I mean, and I don't let that take away from what I need to do today. Like I try to do something, at least one thing a day that I think is going to, you know, mean something in the future. Right. Like, you know what I mean? Nice. Like, you know, and it could be small, something small. Like it doesn't have to be, I don't have to like create fucking rock opera and like you know every day and shit like I, that i think you do actually i, I actually it's the funny this thing this is my specific request <laughs> it's funny i mentioned i've written thousands of songs right well i've also written like four rock operas probably even more i can't even remember like because, <laughs> that's what i'm saying like it's it's just because just because i don't get paid millions of dollars to do it and I don't have like thousands or millions of monthly listeners or whatever doesn't mean I can't do it I'm still gonna do it 
and I still enjoy it, and I still look back at it. I'm like, wow, that was this rock opera is weird, but you know what? Like that, was, it had its time and its place, and I still like look back at it fondly. You know, that was great at the time. Yeah, exactly. At some point, it's just, it's just for me. That's why I love doing it. You know. Aww. That's good. I am primarily motivated by like just attention. Yeah, <laughs> I, I know. I, I like so, that. So <laughs> it's hard to let that part go and be like, oh yeah, I guess the reason I chose this thing is because I actually like love the other aspects of it. Right. Which is true. But you know, also love me. <laughs> Wait. So, so what do you do now to get your attention, Phil? Is this podcast a good way of doing it? <laughs> yeah, basically, I'm just doing podcasts and like, no, I I think I'm just I think I'm just getting better at not having that be what motivates. That's that's a big thing. I'm just that's I've been good. doing that's like helpful. dumb little videos or podcasting <laughs> or like writing stuff and just sort of like, you know thinking about how I'll maybe share some of the things I wrote with someone later that's exactly. it exactly and like doesn't that mean but even the fact that you wrote it down or you know you're doing the podcast like it means something to you so that's all that matters you know at the end of the day yeah that's a really good um I feel like sustainable way to think about it at least I mean because I, th- I think people get too caught up in like oh I have to make it here at this point or whatever like what's what's wrong with just enjoying what you have you know like i don't know because tomorrow maybe i want i'm gonna be able to so yeah damn that is a quarantine vibe right there <laughs> i honestly and i can i can honestly say i only started thinking this way pretty sure during quarantine yeah like maybe if there's one thing that's come out of it maybe it's i've been thinking a lot like i've been definitely uh thinking more about my health and like physical health and mental health too mm-hmm. um and i think like this thought probably came out of doing all the other things too you know yeah i i feel that i'm hoping that like when the world gets back to normal i'll still i'll i'll develop some kind of chill and i'll keep hold of it <laughs> you know what i <laughs> i i hope so too because it's it might be it's going to be really easy to get carried away like that first weekend when everyone's like, it's, it's over. And you're like, am I even right? going to sleep or yeah. am I just going to be out all the time walking around in public without a mask? Just talking to people like, Oh my God, I can get close to you now. <laughs> like, this I'm is- just going to open mouth kiss every single person I see in oh, yeah. LA. Just, yeah. just because I can. And here's the thing, they're going to want to do it too. <laughs> not going to be that weird. <laughs> Society's going to go from like social distancing to just like, we're European now, actually. Yeah, it's like, why aren't you walking around holding hands with like five other people? Like, why aren't you just like arm in arm everywhere you go? Why? <laughs> you can't shake my hand without spitting in your hand first. I don't. Like, hey, if you're going to shake my hand, kiss me first. All right. You're going to do that. just different levels i'm ready for it um all right well is there anything besides your music that you want to plug or that that you wanted to talk about that i didn't get to you know i didn't even mention my band's name this whole time (laughs) (laughs) um 
Yeah, okay, so my band is called Ugly Side Up. <laughs> um, you can, yeah, if you, like, follow us on Instagram, uh, I will, as I know earlier I said I've been doing a bad job of, like, keeping up with it every day. I do post stuff on there eventually, and uh, whatever I put on there is going to be important. I don't like putting meaningless stuff on there. <laughs> That's good, um, though. I like that. Yeah, so um, new music is definitely gonna come soon um i don't know when this is gonna come out but definitely soon i'm already making plans for like till the end of the year and then also next year too already thinking ahead because what else do i have except time right now so this is accurate to be honest yeah um but uh yeah so our latest single was walking again is what it was called you can find that anywhere you listen to music we have two albums out and two other singles too wow Those that's two. i didn't know you had so much stuff out yeah do you, do you not listen to it are you do you not listen to it i <laughs> i swear it's i was sent a link but like i didn't <laughs> <laughs> i didn't but i don't even know the guy like i met him once and he expects me to listen to this new song it was just really weird you know yeah it was just out of nowhere so i'm not gonna do it i'm not gonna <laughs> listen to it uh no i didn't know you had like albums and stuff written i i guess i'm only <laughs> i like thought of you in terms of just the the sphere of wit timeline when i knew you and that's and you I didn't guess, have like, a past and also like whatever <laughs> the open mic you're probably like oh yeah whatever he plays open mic is probably what he has like online or whatever mm-hmm. like, i feel like that's what a lot of people think but um yeah we have two albums one is a really lo-fi like rock album because i that was my first time using garage band and then there's a second one that's the same name but it was recorded in an actual studio with live people besides just me nice. so it's like a revamped version so it's really one album's out basically mm-hmm. and then we have now we have three other singles out and maybe more to come um Okay, that was it. Thank you for listening. Don't forget to rate, review, subscribe on whatever podcasting service you use so you don't miss the next episode. I update every Wednesday. Follow me on social media at Downhill Pod, or if you want to email me, maybe you have comments. Maybe you want to be on the podcast. Send an email to alldownhillpodcast at gmail.com. This will all be in the show notes. Make sure to follow Dom at Ugly Side Up on Instagram and check out his music, especially if you love like Oasis, Green Day, that kind of stuff. It's very good. Uh, He just released a new song with more on the way. So check that out. Love you. Bye.